Welcome to the Football Fun Factory Podcast. The weekly show for football mums, dads and coaches that showcases all things kids football. Starring FFF head coaches James Cutting and Johnny Martin. So James, episode two of our podcast. After what was a, a really positive response to our first one, what are your uh, initial thoughts after... Yeah, um, really, really good response. Loads of people getting in touch, loads of people welcoming you, which is fantastic. And um, loads of people actually asking questions and asking for more information on stuff. Um, there was one guy that got in touch and he said um, he was asking about how um, me and you collaborated previously. Yeah. So obviously we referred to the story of how we met and yeah. coaching in the programs and all that kind of stuff. And um, But we weren't really clear on what that journey then looked like over the next however many years. Yeah. Um, so I think we should have a question of the week um, and we should now encourage people to get in touch and Definitely. ask questions based on what we're talking about. But for uh, the guy that got in touch, do you want to fill him in on, on what happened and, yeah. and how we've then come back to this point where we are now? Yeah, so obviously we, we touched on last week in our, in our last podcast that, uh, the way we met. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, you came out to Saffron Morden. Um, the the journey since then has, has been a long one but we've I obviously then joined you within your development centre programme that you were running at the time yep um, as a young fresh faced 17 year old very fresh faced <laughs> um, where I then started coaching three times a week under under your guidance uh, I was travelling quite a long way in my little red car yeah I remember um, that well yeah all the way to St Neitz which is about an hour and to Cottenham which is about an hour from where I am and yeah, yeah. central Cambridge um, and then from there I, I started to get more and more involved and show more of an interest into the, the running of the development centres and it sort of went from there I guess yeah I think so and it's almost been that sort of relationship between us whereby um, obviously you're a few years younger than me and yeah. you've sort of been under my wing a little bit and yeah. how we've sort of pro- progressed and developed but following a similar path and it's yeah. really interesting now that we've reconnected um, at a point where now we can really work together on something at yeah. quite an early stage you know yeah people forget that Football Farm Factory was created about 18 months ago. Yeah. Uh, it's been a whirlwind journey to get to where we are, but actually this is the very start of it. Um, so to have you on board is great, and to the very guys that had the question in, then, then thanks for that. And, and if you have a question following today, um, yeah. if there's something that we talk about that you'd like more information on, please do get on touch and you may be the question of the week next week. We need a little theme tune, a little jingle. Yeah, I figured a jingle. So Johnny, today's topic is travel. Um, it's something we talked about before we started um, filming today and started recording the podcast. Um, but and people were thinking, what's travel got to do with football? Yeah, well, it's everything really. I mean, my, my dad used to always say about me uh, when I came along and I started playing in football, he was a part-time taxi driver. So he'd have to ferry me from here to there and to all my different sessions. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a big commitment, isn't it, for parents? It's, it's huge. You think, like, uh, if you're playing, well, even once a week, that's that's that taken out of your, your week and your journey, whatever, yeah, yeah. but there's some within academy football, you travel up to four times a week to get to the venue. Yeah. Um, and travel all across the country to play in fixtures and games. It's, yeah. it's a huge commitment. I guess it's almost where, um, obviously, so if kids play, begin playing football, hopefully they'll start to play for their local grassroots team. Yeah in the local village or local town close to where they live although I do quite often hear from parents and, and one of the reasons why our programs our weekly training sessions are growing 
is because children actually can't access a team. Okay. So there's quite a lot of um, teams that are full, fully yeah. subscribed, um, can't get in, haven't got another a coach that can run another team. Yeah. Um, they say, oh, we've got five subs on the bench every single week and like we're trying to give them enough minutes. If we add another player to our team, then yeah, it's, it's really not fair. Um, so, so hopefully people play locally, but sometimes even even within grassroots football, they have to travel to then play for a team that have got a space to cater for them. Yeah. But as uh, children um, sort of progress through, whether they go into development programs and certainly with academies, I mean, there's some really serious smiles to do, aren't there? Yeah, I mean, obviously from my experience, and by the way, the, the experiences when they get there to the years academies or whatever they go on to do oh. is, is second to none. Unbelievable, yeah. Um, but I remember there's, there's one boy that we worked out that he travels for 28 days over the course of a year to get wow. to training in games. Wow. So it was an hour and a half at a time, four times a week. It, so he's spending a month? A month of his life yeah. in one year in the car. Wow. Which is, is frightening, to be honest, at the yeah. age of nine, ten... 11 years old it is and just to back up your point absolutely spot on like he might be in the car for a lot of time um, and yeah there's there's a lot to talk about around that but he's in the car on the way to Man City he's done yeah. to play in, oh, you yeah. know, to, to have unbelievable experiences yeah. with a group of incredibly talented children yeah. to gain an amazing developmental opportunity yeah. so there's there's obviously you know there's you have to weigh these things up of course um, but for parents uh, the commitment can be huge even at grassroots level even yeah. at um, you know um, we, we recently took part in the McDonald's Fun Football Programme okay uh, which uh which obviously they were looking for providers across the UK and we were selected one of, as one of eight providers to deliver yeah. the programme for them. Um, I think it might have been something to do with the name, I'm not sure <laughs> how they come across this. So, uh, but they got football and fun the wrong way around. So um, we delivered that for them and they, they actually went to St George's Park. Yeah. Um, Gareth Southgate was there, really? um, Casey Stoney was there, Marvin from JLS was there. Interesting. Um, he was like a football celebrity football dad on the day. Okay. And uh, they delivered a brilliant, brilliant presentation yeah. on access to football for children. Yeah. And the idea of that programme, they put on like a, a four-week programme that we delivered for them, which was free football yeah. um, for children that don't necessarily play. Okay. Because sometimes the only access to football can be if you play for a team. Yeah, okay. and, Yeah, exactly. And all the <clears> measurables, <throat> even at grassroots level, all the measurables are around how many teams are there, yeah. how many coaches are there, and how many players are there yeah. in teams. Not necessarily how many kids are playing football. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that programme is all about just playing football because not... Some parents might work on a weekend, therefore they can't, can't join a team. Or, they can't yeah. join a team and commit to something. But those that do commit to travelling, probably once a week to training. Yeah. That might be local. You might be able to walk there. You might be fortunate, but it could be ten minute, twenty minute journey, yeah. whatever. And they commit to a match where they could be at home, but equally they could be away, and it could be a forty five minute journey or so. Yeah. You know, at local grassroots clubs so that's a fair commitment that's a fair amount of time for a child you know there and back to spend in the car yeah and that sort of progresses doesn't it throughout the age groups um you might travel further as you get older and and throughout the programs that children take part in um 
but yeah, wow, twenty eight days. That's that's taking this huge. Up. Yeah, I think I think um, what we're trying to do, obviously, is reduce that travel for for parents yeah, and make true. everything more accessible. True. Um, hence why obviously my my area will have centres that are in a completely different region to where yeah. you have your centres. I think that's yeah. really important and part of what we're trying to create here at the Football Fun Factory is we're trying to make football fun accessible for as many people yeah. and as many kids as possible within the area. Yeah, I think we can share a little bit about the decisions that we can make there actually. So, yeah. um, so um, the session that I run on a Friday night in Red Lodge, yeah. most children walk to. And the population of the village is actually really small, but the participation numbers in the sessions are relatively high because it's convenient. Yeah. Uh, it's on a good night of the week for parents and things like that. And people, it's accessible. It's accessible. It's easy to get to. You don't need to go in the car. There's also, the, you know, when you talk about car journeys, there's the expense of that. Yeah. You know, playing for a local grassroots club, training a match every week it might cost you 20 quid a week to get there and back yeah um so that's a consideration as well um but we're trying to make it convenient for parents we're trying to make it easily accessible and we're trying to make it open to all so it's so it's like for the children it's open to everyone yeah anybody can attend boys girls all ages all abilities for the parents it's local yeah it's convenient it's on your doorstep, yeah, and that's what we're trying achieve. to achieve. Yeah. Um, so we've actually found, as we've set things up, because obviously Football Farm Factory's been in operation for about 18 months now, that um, we've had more success in smaller village locations than we have yeah. in big towns or cities. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a thing that we'll, we'll try and continue with, definitely. I think um, that's probably, well, it's, re it's really interesting you say about that. Obviously, I've, I'm yet to get my, my centres up and running. Yeah. But when you speak about Watch Red Lodge... Watch this space, though. Yeah. They'll be, they'll be coming Definitely. out very soon. Um, but when you speak about Red Lodge, you, mm. you talk a bit about it being a community mm. and it being more than just, oh, you turn up, oh, get off, plays football. The way you talk about it, it sounds like a bit of a hub. Yeah, exactly that. So that's what we're trying to create. Commun I mean, community hubs is a, is a great term because on those sessions... Yeah. The parents, so there's so much more to it than football. We talk about this all the time. So we talk about child development through football. Football is the vehicle in which we are, yep. um, we're helping children develop. We're helping develop their life skills. And we're helping communities grow and develop in the same way because for the sessions that we deliver, we do it on an AstroTurf where the parents will stay and watch because it's local to them. Yep. And they'll know quite a few of the other parents and they'll stay and they'll talk to each other. Yeah. And that sounds like a really simplistic thing to say, doesn't it? But it's, it's powerful. Yeah. I look over, I, genuinely, I deliver my sessions. I've got the kids participating, enjoying themselves, having fun, developing in so many ways, developing their football skills, yeah. developing their social skills, um, developing so many different ways. Then I look over and I see all the parents on the side chatting, having a chat, catching up, um, maybe talking about their child and their experiences and their football and whether they play for a team and helping others get into a team. Yeah. And the, the programmes that we run, all the time, we have parents coming up and saying, oh, oh, he's got into football, he's coming onto your programme yeah. and he now wants to join a team. Do you know of any local teams that you can play yeah. for? Um, and that's brilliant. It is a community and football is a community. You know, football in general. Um, 
I bet if you went through your phone, if you got your phone yeah. scrolling through your contacts, I bet you could go football, 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 school friend, yeah. football, 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 oh, I met them at yeah, this place, yeah. football, football, it's literally like that, it's, it's like, I know yeah. it's for me. I mean, the, the relationships that you create straight away, everyone's got a common interest. Yeah, that's true. And uh, straight away, oh, did you see the game on the weekend? Or oh, who's your favourite player? Like, you can create an instant bond through football. Yeah, I think that's so powerful. Obviously, what we're trying to do here as well, it is a, such a community-based mission that we're trying to achieve. Yeah, it is. Mission's a great word. And, and um, when we talk about travel, you know, it's... That's why it's so important for us that the children that participate in our programmes participate where they live. Yeah. Um, it's great if a child comes from, you know, 20 minutes away to come along to the session because if that's the closest one to them, great. Um, but as we expand the organisation, it'd be nice now to sort of share some news as we've got a few things yeah. happening at the moment where we've got potentially um, more head coaches that are going to come on board with yeah. us. Um, more areas that we're going to expand into, but we're not going to suddenly pop a centre up in Manchester. You know, there's not going to be a football fund and development in Birmingham in the next few weeks and months. <laughs> um, there will be eventually, but not imminently, yeah. because there's the, the communities around Cambridgeshire, Suffolk, Essex, Hertfordshire, Norfolk, there's plenty of us to work with there yeah, where we can get um, a team of head coaches, we can expand into those areas and we can create more and more and more, as we term it, FFF communities. Yeah. Um, we were talking earlier, weren't we, about the, the power of language Yes. and how, um, how important it is to term things in the right way. So we talk, so for anyone listening now, um, we, when we talk about a, a football fun factory community, yes, we're talking about um, the area in which we deliver our programs effectively. Yeah, but sorry, just on that is is that's what it, it becomes. It does become a community. So obviously, yeah. touching back on the Red Lodge community and, and that hub, that's what it becomes. It, although the Arlada Centre, where wherever, yeah. Hopefully, and that's what we're trying to achieve, is the fact that that does become then a mini community and a community of parents and a community of players. That's it. We, um, last year, for the first time, we got to the end of our first year of delivering weekly programmes in my area. And we held a sort of end of season, although there's not really seasons because it's not a, a yeah. team or anything like that, but an end of year like presentation. We gave all the kids a medal. And at the end of that, uh, we, we held it in a, like a little village hall kind of thing, a, a community centre, it has a stage. Yeah. And at the end of the session, at the end of the, the, the middle presentations, we congratulate the children on their progress, we gave them a big round of applause, we got them up on stage, and uh, we had a photo. But we didn't have a photo of the kids, just the kids. Okay. We had a photo of the kids and all their parents and all their siblings and all their yeah. family members. And something happened in that photo, and it actually, I actually thought, wow, okay, that's why, that's why we're doing it. That's why we're creating communities. That's why we're spreading our message. We had a photo. Um, my wife stood with a camera and, and took it. Um, she turned up and took the photo for us because uh, we needed to make sure that every single person that needed to be in the photo yeah. was in the photo. Not that she wasn't welcome. She was welcome <laughs> in, the, in the photo, but she, wanted, she volunteered to take the picture. And uh, we, we took this photograph and one of the dads shouted out, now let's do a funny one. 
Yeah. And Brilliant. so, and then one of the mums shouted it, shouted out, let's dab. Okay. <laughs> so for anyone that doesn't know what a dab is, uh, who's watching on YouTube, appreciate they can't see that on the, on the Apple iTunes podcast. But I just did a dab. Google it. <laughs> Google it if you need to. Um, so then I thought, okay, let's do this. I'll probably never use this photo again yeah. because I'll probably have like all the kids dabbing because they know what that is and they yeah. yeah and that's pretty cool and then I'll have like some of the more out there mums and dads <laughs> do it and I look back at this photo at the end and I couldn't find anyone who wasn't really doing the dab really? <laughs> and I just thought that's brilliant yeah. that's brilliant because ethos of the organisation yeah fun enjoyment community yeah. development in in much more important ways than just football development you know social skills um developing who we are as human beings developing um relationships and communities that's what the football fun factory yeah. stands for so that moment that was a little bit of a moment in time for me yeah where where we had about 200 people up on stage dabbing <laughs> so there we go trying to emulate that at our other courses absolutely so we need now to 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 get as many dabs as we can um, and create those communities. Um, but kids, uh, just only back in on travel then. So um, kids travel to games yeah. and kids travel to training. Do you think there's anything that we could do to support with that in terms of, okay, we can put on local sessions. Yeah. We can make it more convenient for parents so that they don't have to travel to a big town or city to play. They can actually play in their village. Yeah. Um, is there anything more we can do to, to help with that? Do you think? Well, it's funny you say that. So when I obviously would dri- I'm driving to sessions or wherever it is, yeah, I actually hate the dead time because I feel like oh, I'm so, wasting time. Yeah, like well, this is actually an hour I could be doing work or emails or whatever it might be. As soon as they invent teleportation, we're yeah. sorted. But until then, yeah, yeah. I have to wait. Um, so I've gone through phase after phase of trying to find something to maximise my time when driving. So I tried to learn Italian for a bit. Good. Didn't go particularly well. Okay. Um, I was going to say we could do next week's podcast yeah, Italian. No chance. No. Um, I then started listening to like books and things like that. Um, I sort of really I had to start daydreaming, sort of struggled to, to stay engaged with it. Okay. Actually, one of the, the most uh, beneficial things... You're not going to say podcast. Yeah, well, it's oh, podcast. he's plugging the podcast. <laughs> um, so if you are, if it's... Uh, so when do we put our podcast out? I'm thinking if you're Monday morning getting up, driving to work, and you've seen it, you, it's like Friday, you've seen that we put a podcast out, you're thinking, I've not really got time to watch that. The, the time to put it on is in your, in your car on the, way, on the way to work. Download the podcast, listen to it, because Johnny Martin says so. That's what I said. But then even going back to what you said about what, what we can do to help make things more accessible or help yeah, people yeah. with their travel... Uh, potentially get a podcast or an episode where it's directed at players. So before okay. they go to a match day, before they go to training, give our advice ahead of their training and the flip side after. So the sort of thing they should try and think about maybe after their game, after their training, how they can reflect to hopefully help them progress and develop okay. going into next week. Now you've got me thinking. Now this, <laughs> this could be a Football Fun Factory exclusive live on a podcast. So, kids on their way to training. Okay, I'm trying to tally that up in my mind now. Of, yeah. 
They're on the way to training. It's sort of dead time. They're just sat there in the back of the car. It's 20 minutes. We could deliver some sort of content for them where they can receive some positive messages. Yep. So in the, in the sessions that we do, so for those people that are not familiar with what we do at the end of every session, we have a blue card system. Okay. So at the end of the session, we um, give out a blue card to one child who has demonstrated not the best goal scoring, yeah. not the most skillful player, not the kid that passes the ball the most even necessarily, the child that's demonstrated the best attitude in some way throughout the session. Brilliant. And we look out for those little magic moments. I gave one out once for a kid that, um, like we had two sessions going on, five and six year olds, like seven and eight year olds, and one of the eight year olds helped one of the five year olds tie their shoelace up. Brilliant. Brilliant, yeah. absolutely class. Yeah. Leadership, I think we gave it for in that instance. We gave them for teamwork, yeah. for encouragement, encouraging their teammates, um, for being helpful, packing equipment away, yeah. you know, all those traits that are good as a child, as they develop, whether it's football, yeah. whether it's in their job when they're 20 years old, yeah. doesn't matter what it is. Um, but there's some really good messages that we're trying to get across. If we could do that just before the child participates in football, doesn't matter whether they're on a, their way to one of our sessions, yeah. probably not because they'll probably walk there because it'd be close enough <laughs> and convenient. But if they're on the way to a, a long away game, 25 minutes up the road yeah. for their team, then maybe we could put something together yeah. that's, that's tailored for them. And even, even one for the parents in the sense of the types of questions that you should try and ask your, your son or daughter after a match. Yeah. Trying to target those questions to help their development going into the next match. That's brilliant. Um, and how to be a good, almost a, a good footballing parent. And the, the content they can, they, or the things they can speak about in that travel time. Love it. Yeah. Love it. There's so much we can do, John. So I'm so excited so about um, the value that we can add um, to the organisation. Yes, we deliver school holiday courses. Yes, we deliver birthday parties, events, evening training sessions, Saturday morning tots classes, all those things. But all of those things are geared towards developing children. So this podcast is, de- is designed to help and support with all those things we're really passionate about it very passionate we're, we're not necessarily just passionate about developing football skills we're passionate about developing people human beings yeah. young ones yeah and um we'll do all that we can so if anyone has any ideas yeah. and they're, they're listening to this now and they're thinking they're driving they're in the car and going <laughs> to work they're listening to the podcast like johnny said well done and they're well done you've done well so far all you need to do now is get in touch with us to email us james at footballfunfactory.co.uk johnny at footballfunfactory.co.uk or message us on facebook get on get in touch twitter instagram whatever it might be get in touch with us and tell us what we can do, what we can put into content for your child directly, so yeah. we can speak to them directly. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, um, most kids have an iPad or something nowadays that they can they can if not they can borrow their mum or dad's phone or whatever other way. And what we could do for parents as well. Definitely, um, I think that'd be really cool. And don't forget the question of the week. The question of the week. So before we sign off, we are looking for a question of the week. So if you've listened to this, if you've got a question. If there's something you'd like to know, um, then please do get in touch with us. Cheers, Johnny. Cheers, James.